0: hi guys um it's me Kingdale pickle or dylan
1: hi i'm kayla i'm dylan's best friend
0: i talk about her all the time
1: yeah i'm also like someone who wants to be a writer i'm working on my writing Mm -hmm. getting out there very new but right now i'm just dylan's best friend
0: nothing special about me i'm just a streamer (laughs) content creator this is just new content i want to try out but kayla's trying to dip her toes into into the English, you know, writing, publishing kind of world? I
1: have, I have gotten published. I just want to promote um, the school I go to. They have a student-run journal called Red Mud Review. If you want to support a small literary journal, check them out. Ooh. You don't have to read my work. Read someone
0: else's. <laughs> okay. Love that little plug. Yeah. Just That's a, a sponsor plug. of today's podcast, right?
1: <laughs> a sponsor that has no money. <laughs> they have no money to give us. <laughs> but no, definitely. But also, if, hey, Red Review, if you agree with nothing we say, then I, I'm uh, sorry. We don't
0: represent you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm so
1: sorry. <laughs> we just... are
0: not affiliated, so our opinions do not re- represent them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're just doing hot takes today. And they're going to be a little
1: controversial i yeah. think i think a lot of people yeah. might not agree with us yeah
0: but you might you might you know yeah some people might some people might i mean we genuinely so this is just a disclaimer for kayla and i we talk in a very much open-minded kind of way where this is our opinions now, but we love hearing new opinions. And we Mm -hmm. love like learning Mm -hmm. and evolving and growing.
1: Yeah, I think that's one thing. That's a new hot take that I haven't written Uh, down. A lot of people are closed-minded. A lot of people people are
0: closed-minded.
1: I'm so down to like- Talk about stuff. Showing that I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm so down to, like, learn that I was wrong.
0: Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> if, with admitting if I'm wrong in something, mm-hmm. if we have a healthy topic to discussion about. If
1: you bring it to us in, like, a healthy way, yeah. then we'll see. If you just, like, braid us, then we're going to be like, okay, I'm more you. Nobody
0: wants to be braided yeah. or anything. Right. So what we're, like, I think a lot of our opinions are just, again, opinions of what we believe and what we've seen and what we personal experience is. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, these are our hot takes. So which one do you want to introduce first? Uh...
1: I think just like the order, I guess, of which we talked about it earlier, is my thing. Yeah, go ahead. So my first hot take was the first hot take was one I came up with, Um, and it was basically how there's like everyone's like cheating's wrong. Period. I think there's like a comma. I think (laughs) I think there's like (laughs) a (laughs) I think there's like a however. (laughs) I think there's a clause of because let me just I feel like it's easier to explain if I just say I have never cheated but yes yeah, I've known people that have been like in abusive relationships yeah and then um they'll like towards the end of it they can't get out whether it be like financial reasons um mental health reasons like whatever there's like a block and they can't get out of the relationship and they always end up cheating yeah and everyone else around them is always like uh I can't believe She cheated and like that's so awful. I'm just gonna like, did you? But they were in
0: a toxic relationship. Yeah.
1: Do you not remember?
0: Yeah. And it's like, yeah. There's a very moral gray line in between there.
1: I think people are just they like
0: will forget like the 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 abusiveness that went on in the relationship. Yeah,
1: or they'll be like, she's a cheater, and it's just like, well, did you not remember her saying that he like literally abused her? Yeah.
0: Granted, a little disclaimer, it could happen to anybody, but it tends to happen more to women where they are mm-hmm. the one in the toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's a really great moral area where like, if, if the girl is being, is the victim and is yeah. being abused, it's like, like, yes, I, I think I would be a little upset that she cheated, period, point blank. But then again, if you've never, if you've never seen into a toxic relationship or been in one, like, you know that it's incredibly difficult to like leave or to speak up or to like to say something about yeah. like hey I don't want to continue or like I don't like this
1: they have like because there's like so like the people that I'm thinking of they had so many obstacles of why they couldn't leave yeah. like they couldn't afford it they didn't have anyone else to they like, moved <laughs> in with the
0: person and they had debt yeah. with like you know they shared bills with them or it's, like
1: like they had like very like they couldn't just up and leave like it was and it was right, like mentally mentally it was hard for them to leave too because like when you're in an abusive relationship you also like love them so when they were like over the relationship but they kind of like get out of the relationship they always ended up cheating and then
0: people would judge them for being cheaters yeah but
1: i don't think they're cheaters that's my hot take if you're in an abusive relationship i don't think they're cheaters
0: i kind of do consider them a cheater but i definitely don't think it is the most morally wrong thing that they've ever done i think it's i think there <laughs> that's is that's humans are complex
1: relationships are
0: complex and i don't think there's i do not think anything in life is black Mm. and white nothing is black and white
1: i do think as soon as you put your hand on me the relationship's over yeah as soon as my partner if they ever put their hand on me
0: we're over i don't care i I do agree with that if you put hands on me like you're gonna fight me or hurt me we're over
1: yeah like i don't even have to say it like i don't have to say it
0: i don't owe you anything after that
1: no Mm -hmm. yeah I can just walk and you'll never hear from me again. And I think that's so valid.
0: Literally. If anybody needs that empowering of like, you can walk away from someone putting hands on you. This is your time. This is your empowering words. Walk yeah. away. You don't have to explain anything.
1: Honestly. Like just leap.
0: <laughs> and this is another hot take, but we don't have to go too much into depth. But who gives a fuck of what other people think of how your relationship went, Mm -hmm. how people perceive you after it ended. Who cares? Because those people don't matter. They don't matter. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear both sides. They don't want to hear the three stories of they just want the the, gossip. Yeah, they They just just, want the gossip. They want the higher moral ground of being like that person shitty. Yeah, they just want (laughs) to hear the tea and the drama because everyone knows there's his side, her side and the truth. And nobody wants to know all three stories. They just want to know one or two. So, yeah, there's no. That is a really good hot take. I've never personally been in a situation like that, but like,
1: yeah no I just had I've had like a couple of like close friends both being that type of thing.
0: I think and I kind of saw that with you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you saw way more into, yeah. depth of it, but I got like a little taste of it. I
1: was friends with Dylan at the same time I was friends with this person, yeah, and
0: It was rough. I only knew a little bit of information. Kayla knew a lot more and it was rough for me. So I can only imagine how it was for you.
1: Cause even though me and you were best friends, I'm not going to tell you something about another. No, no, that's hers.
0: Like her. Yeah.
1: yeah. So everything Dylan knew was
0: the other person. person. Yeah.
1: Cause like that's, if that's the thing, like if you tell me something and you're like, this is a Las Vegas conversation, I'm taking that to my grade. I don't care if we're no longer friends anymore. I don't care like this or that like that's
0: even now there's things that you won't tell me. of right. you're not even friends with that person anymore. Right, because person... won't tell me those things.
1: Yeah, that person ended up like
0: screwing big... you over. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother.
0: That's a whole nother hot. That's a whole nother thing. thing.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, but you
0: take that to to your grave even though you're not friends with her even though yeah. she disrespected you you still are respecting her that's things like, that she.
1: Why would over. I do that? That's
0: so. Yeah, you have nothing <laughs> to gain from that, and there's.
1: Yeah. there It's. It's a mute point. Yeah. Um, second hot take is yours.
0: Ah, my hot take. Okay. (laughs) I almost tweeted about this and okay. One thing that I'm working on, I'm just gonna say what I'm working on and I'll say the hot take. I'm working on being okay with people not liking my opinions. I think I'm slowly and I have been growing out of my people pleaser phase. Mm -hmm. And I've been good about making boundaries. I've been really good about that on stream, um, with my content, but I'm not used to people having ugly reactions to like my opinions or anything that could be controversial, like I try to keep it pretty clean with Mm -hmm. my opinions, nothing crazy and I need to get comfortable with like people not agreeing with me. I don't want hate on me Mm -hmm. and I'm scared of that, but um, I need to be able to speak up about things that are important and I feel like this one's important. A big hot take of mine is I feel like the internet is so fu- like so fucking easy to cancel people and they they think that their opinion is like the moral high ground that they are god that they can determine who is morally mm-hmm. good or bad mm-hmm. you can say how you feel about something you can say that's wrong you can say hey that like really offended this community you know whatever but it is not your job to go around and make sure that person is buried in the ground and that they have a miserable life and that they're getting death threats and like everything like that. And I feel like he gets pushed too far.
1: Yeah, and like some examples is like the current Megan trainer with the teacher yes. situation. Oh my God. So like when I first heard about it, I was like, three of my friends are teachers. <laughs> like, I don't stand here. Yeah, Dylan's- I have a degree. Yeah, Dylan has a degree in teaching. He taught for a year, realized he, that. that's, a, that's a future endeavor.
0: Yeah, it's a future thing. I'm doing yeah. streaming and content right now.
1: Right, and then teaching, he'll want to go back when he's like- Correct.
0: Right well, the teaching it. field is hopefully better, but anyways, Ooh. continue what you're saying.
1: Um, yeah, so I didn't like making Trainor's whole thing because, one, it's still up there even after she apologized. So yeah. how, how much is she, like, really sorry about it? Yeah. Um, and also it's very, like, generalizing that all teachers, which... I've had some shitty experience with teachers. I've known some horrible things. Yeah, I've like, had
0: some bad experiences.
1: Like, I don't know if you know this, Dylan, but um, in middle school, one of, we weren't, we, I don't think neither of us had this teacher, um, but our classmates had this teacher and he would like touch them inappropriately.
0: Oh, what? Did you not hear about this? Oh, was it released when we were in high school?
1: I think it released as soon as we graduated high school. Yeah, okay, Mm. I
0: never had that teacher, but it was a male teacher against male students. Yeah, Ah. touching
1: them inappropriately. Yeah. And so, like, I understand that there's some awful teachers. There's some teachers that, like, bully you. There's some teachers that, like, do some, like, really gross stuff.
0: Yeah. But
1: just to say, like, fuck all teachers
0: is kind of like... you can't generalize all of them. Yeah,
1: it's kind of like... It's
0: It's not fair because right now the teachers are really getting the brunt of the world. It wouldn't
1: be fair, like, anyways, I don't think generalizing. Oh, yeah, anyways, yeah. It's the same thing if, like, men would be like, women are trash. Or if women would be like, all oh, men are trash. Yeah. It's like, no, like, yeah, like, 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 some suck, but, like, some people are just people.
0: Yeah, it's... And so, same with teachers. The generalization on a group is such a harmful thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, unless it's, like, an actual harmful group and the group yeah. is made off of. That's the thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah.
1: But, yeah, no. So, I didn't like it, but I didn't really say anything. I didn't really have any, like, hard feelings about it. I just, like, as—I didn't support my friends. So, in my head, I was like, oh, can't listen to Mother anymore. Oh. <laughs> no, my love
0: Mother! <laughs> <laughs> no I think they buried her in the ground a little too hard I think mm-hmm. she could have I think what the internet did initially was kind of good like hey Megan that wasn't good like mm-hmm. you know and I saw I I saw a lot of teachers stitch her in mm-hmm. her apology and saying hey like I appreciate it but like your podcast is still up it's still yeah. up with you saying that yeah and also like just like telling I think they shared like teachers stitch her video and like shared like hey I'm a teacher and this is how it kind of Affected me, this is how I felt. Mm. And I think that was great. But now everyone just goes under her comments and says, like, I bet your son's gonna be a teacher, I bet this, and then like she's getting I only gonna know her son's it's Exactly. <laughs> and then how they're just like giving her all this unnecessary hate. Like she I'm sure she saw some of the stitches, I'm sure she saw lots of the comments, I'm sure she's gonna learn her lesson. She did not do the worst thing in the world. Like what she said is bad and she got her repercussions, but We do not need to bury her in the ground and end her career, and like, uh, she did not do something that bad. I
1: think, I think it goes to like other people too, like, when you, like, I'm gonna say it, I know she's like probably the most hated person on the internet right now, but Haley Bieber, (laughs) Bieber,
0: God, God. listen, That's I
1: I am team Selena, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, but she got death threats, and y'all are still yeah, bullying her. literally. Calm down. It's not that deep. Yeah,
0: Kayla and I briefly talked <laughs> about it before. We're like, Haley needed to get her little check, her little balance, like checks and balances of like, yo, back up. Like, th- what you're yeah. doing is wrong. Too much. Too much. Yeah, but then sh- it happened too much. Like where she got mm-hmm. bullied too hard, and people are too mm-hmm. too Selena, like Team Selena.
1: You don't be too, too far. Team Selena. She's kind of. Uh,
0: she's kind of crazy. She's <laughs> kind, kind of great. amazing. Like, <laughs> But it just went too far. Like yeah. you need to tell like people can learn I, their lessons, and then you need to let it go. Like move on. You got better things to do with your life I, than to bully someone. I
1: think it's like the young people or the yeah. people that don't really have strong outside lives that are yeah. like they take it to the step further. To be yeah, honest, yeah, <laughs> the
0: people that are so engrossed on the internet. Like I know I am, but like I'm I get out when I can, and I I've learned a lot of social skills in my jobs that I've had. I've worked in the food industry. I've worked as a teacher. I've I don't know, I've like learned some social awareness and like I just don't think some people have when it comes to, like, your job is not to be God. Your job is not to punish someone else. Mm-hmm. It is not your responsibility to make sure that that person learns and that they need to represent in their video, their next video that they post that they learn their lesson. It is not your job. You need to tell them, like, make it public and say, hey, that, that hurt this community or hurt me and say why, and say... And
1: if they don't learn from it, then just like ignore then, them. Then
0: unfollow them. Just you can, stop following you them. You can
1: block their content. You can, if someone like posts them, you can also like tell like Instagram, like don't show me any content like this. Yeah,
0: but you don't need to go around and tell other people, <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, don't follow this person because that like your job is not to convince other people or that person why they're not a good person. If you think for you, they're not morally a good person for you, then get them out of your life for you. Nobody else.
1: I think we have this hot take because we've both realized that it's just more draining on ourselves to be like, oh, I hate them, to actively hate.
0: To actively hate someone is so hard and to tell other people to hate that person too. It's
1: like so draining on the mental. And so like when you are a person that just actively hates people, it's just kind of like, oof.
0: Your your whole world is just surrounded on too much negativity. And I understand
1: that person that you're hating on probably did some shitty things, but aren't you doing like the same thing?
0: Yeah, you're doing worse. Um, Right. Like, protect your peace. Yeah, protect your peace. Do what you have to do. Like, if you think they are the worst person they deserve, hell, they deserve everything, that's cool. I just, you're not gonna, you're like, it's not the fact that you shouldn't go around and tell people how bad they are, it's the fact that you can't. You cannot convince people to stop supporting someone if they love them. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot... Like, you had that personal experience of what they did to you or how they made you feel, but nobody else feels that emotion that you did. Some people are so
1: stuck in their ways. Like, I had this conversation with my dad, and I hope he doesn't mind me, like, him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does not mind me quoting him, because he's a private person. Yeah. But he told me one time, like, after you, like, reach a certain age, you're going to have, like, your viewpoints, and you're going to stick to them, and you're not going to change your mind so when you get to a certain point and you're arguing with someone you're just like battling each other it's not really about convincing it's not a
0: healthy uh, conversation yeah it's just you're bat- butting heads
1: and like i personally for me i don't really agree because like i want to like always grow and learn.
0: Yes. But there's
1: some people that like, will be so like, I've been on this world for X amount of years, I know something.
0: Yeah, there's people in their 20s that say that. Yeah, I know. Literally.
1: That's why I said X, I was like, girl, there's some people that are like 18, they're like, I'm 18 years old, like, I know everything. And it's just like, okay.
0: Again, just reiterating, (laughs) our job as human beings on this earth is not to convince everybody what we believe Mm -hmm. and like, that someone should not follow someone. Yeah. Um, you can do it for a good cause, like oh my God, like I think people should be allies for the LGBT because they're people yeah. too. That's good. That's positive. That's yeah. not hating on people. Right. Um, what is hating on people is, is, is saying fuck the church, da da da, fuck Christians because they like like attacking people for hate. And um, you can spread love, but not hate.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not Christian. I never really aligned myself with the Christian belief. I never really got good vibes from it. But I would never like my sister. Yeah. She's Christian. And like, but she's also like, not.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, fun, yeah. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Just, you wouldn't ever, like, <laughs> tell her to stop being her religion because we're queer. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Yeah. There's, you just can't convince Cause she's also people. an ally. Yeah, well she's <laughs> an ally, but you just can't convince people to change yeah. their opinions. It's not your job, it's not your place, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's gonna waste your energy, it's not gonna go anywhere. Just protect your peace. If you don't like something, move on. Like mm-hmm. you can get people to learn their lesson and like they can understand why they were wrong. Mm-hmm. And then it's up to them to determine, "Okay, am I going to take action and do right and like correct my actions or am I going to keep being a shitty person?" And then if they keep being a shitty person, mm-hmm. they will get the natural negative repercussions people will follow them, they will stop being relevant, they will stop being popular and famous. Mm-hmm. Like natural natural order will take its place where people will start naturally unfollowing them if they keep being shitty. Yeah.
1: It's as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. So. Are ready for hot, hot take number three? Yeah. Okay, this one's mine. Um, so basically, I feel like people over-romanticize depression and... Oh. Yeah, they, they'll be like, I have depression. I'm so sad. And then... But as soon as someone else is like, hey, I have depression and it's hard for me to take a shower, they're like, disgusting, how dare you? Yeah. And it's just like, "Mm, well, that's like a side effect of depression. Like, no one's depressed and like, I don't get to take a shower because I'm depressed, yay. No, they're like, fuck. Like, I really wanna. (laughs) Yeah. I really wanna be able to have the motivation to look after myself. Right. And like, yeah, so that's another hot take of mine. It just really. Grinds my gears when someone is like, they say they're like a mental health ally or they have depression. Yeah. And then as soon as someone shows like the un-romanticized, um, characteristics of being yes. depressed, it's like they're disgusting and, like, show them kindness. Like, stop talking yeah. shit about them.
0: Um. Show them kindness. I've seen how difficult it is for people to, you know, be vulnerable on the internet and like, okay, so I hope this is okay, Pixel, but Pixel has been tweeting like very open like hey guys I'm very depressed I'm struggling right now and Mm -hmm. I'm being she's like being vulnerable and people are being so supportive and I really love that for her because she is really sharing some parts that Mm -hmm. are not the romanticized parts. And people are being supportive, and I really love that for yes. her because I know how difficult that is.
1: I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, no, she's been yeah. tweeting out some really difficult things to share about her depression and anxiety. Listen, and, Miss um,
1: Pixel Kitten, I love you. I've never <laughs> talked to you before. I love you so much. <laughs> um, never talked to you. I uh, her. But I love you. You seem amazing. I don't follow people on Twitch, so I didn't know this. I'm sorry, Miss Pixel Kitten. Please Maybe forgive you guys me. I don't know
0: who she is. She's very real with her audience um and she is just amazing she is amazing yeah um and it's just really hard to show like again just share those unromantic parts and people really do advocate mental health and then when they see the ugly parts of depression and anxiety like the the breakdowns and the unmotivation and the like the uh what's it called the when you're like frozen, when you're incapacitated, of to like just to do anything, it's like incapable. Paralyzing. Sorry. Oh, paralyzing. Yeah,
1: yeah. That my word doesn't
0: ask. good. No, as you're that. good. <laughs> like I'm I, I personally don't deal with depression. Um, but I've had like moments of, um, like severe sadness and like stuff like that through moments of like strong events in my life. But yeah. I know that does not compare to a constant. You know. Yeah, I have depression. Exactly. Like it doesn't. <laughs> I feel like you're waiting
1: that. for me to be like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to out you.
1: <laughs> out me as someone with depression. What are you gonna um, do next? Out me as gay.
0: No, but no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. No, Sorry.
0: but I, I make there's jokes. been times where like, um, I've called you and you've been in bed and you were telling me like, the no. not so nice from like romantic parts of depression. you are like, I just I don't want to get out of bed and.
1: Well, literally, because. So basically, I had like maybe like a solid year or a year and a half where like it was really bad, um, yeah. and I've now in have been in therapy for about like two years now I think, yeah. and um, I've learned some healthy tools and one of my healthy tools is calling my best friend Dylan. <laughs> Cause he so I'll call him and be like, Dylan, I need to get out of bed but I can't and,
0: and it's not me sitting there saying get out of bed. It's me like, Oh do you want to talk about merch? And she's like, Oh my god, let me get out of bed I'm so excited
1: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so like Dylan is just really good at like so that's why I know to call him instead of like calling someone else who yeah. will probably just be like whatever. Just get out of bed Kayla. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Um, I get it. Like, I really do get it.
1: So like, if you have someone in your life that's like, like a Dylan, who's like, just like, motivates you. Yeah. Try calling
0: them. I'll just call you and like, we'll just talk about things on your mind, or we'll talk about mm-hmm. things to distract your mind, or... Yeah. It's mostly distract your
1: mind. Yeah, it's, yeah, if you can distract me, you can make me into like, like, you can get me out of bed pretty right. much. Yeah.
0: But I just, I'm really proud. I just want to say this to everyone. Pixel is a great example, but I'm proud of everyone who does share the ugly and the good parts of depression. Like when you're up and you're saying you're doing great and then the parts when you're next week you're down, Mm -hmm. you know, because I've seen that. I've seen where someone's like, I'm doing great and everything. And the next week they're saying, I'm not doing great. And people are commenting like, what happened last week? You were doing so good. Like, what do you mean? And it's like, they can't control it. It hits them out of nowhere, you know?
1: literally remember being close to a coworker of mine and me and her were like kind of close and then this 3rd coworker, who talked about being depressed all the time came up and he, he did smell a little bad, he did smell Yeah, he he did smell like he hadn't showered and so she like, after, as soon as she left, she started talking like shit about him and I was just like we, me and you, like, me and your clothes, I just told you like how depression affects Right taking a shower and like, we know he's depressed Can we like not like talk shit about him? Right. Can we just like give him like some support and love and grace, please? Right. (laughs) Can we just respect each other?
0: Right, because he's probably like, he probably like realistically, if he was depressed and he didn't shower because he was depressed and he's, but he's at work, he probably laid in bed as long as he could. And then the obligation of being at work and like, I don't want to get fired and I don't want to spiral more into my depression by losing my job and everything. He probably got out of bed as last minute. As Mm -hmm. possible. And just showed up to work. And he's just there. He's not mentally there, but he's Mm. physically there. I've
1: had days like that where, like, I'm like, I know working will make me feel better. Because, like, you social... Like, when you... Like, because when you're depressed, you kind of get in, like, your bubble. Yeah. And you kind of like, ah, And you kind of, like, feel like shit. And you get too much into your head. Yeah. But as soon as you get out of your bubble and you start to talk to other people besides your own mind, like, telling you how shitty you are... Yeah. Then, like... You you'll feel like a little bit better even if it's for like your six-hour shift and then you go home back to be depressing Literally, and, Yeah um, So yeah, no, I told her I was like I kind of called her out. I was like hey, you know That's like I kind of just explained what I explained to you about like how it's like probably hard for him at, like being depressed like you just told us like yesterday. He was depressed. Or, yeah, and then she just kind of stared at me I was like, I hope you like think about this or
0: yeah. Yeah, honestly, and I think that sometimes the small things that we do in life can really go a long way. Like from my own personal experience, um, Kayla knows why, but I'm not going to say the exact reason. But I'm just going to tell y'all back in January, I was going through one of the most mentally like depressing times of my life. Uh, I was going through like pretty something pretty hard and it was like an internal struggle within myself. And there was, you know, I was going to therapy and I was like really trying to work on myself. And there was several days where I laid in bed and I wasn't working on stream stuff. I wasn't editing videos and like I didn't I wanted to cancel stream so many times and the times that I did get motivation to get up and stream, I swear it just like it really helped me. It Mm -hmm. really, really helped me to get there and to step outside of my bubble of my bed and I didn't realize it but everyone like I don't know why, I didn't, not that I didn't realize it. I did realize it. I don't know why, but like, it seemed like everyone knew what to say to me. Like, I didn't tell mm-hmm. anybody like, hey, I'm, I'm going through some shit or anything. Are you
1: community know yeah, what Yeah, my th-
0: community. Like I didn't tell them that I was going through anything, but it seemed like everyone just knew what to say to me. Like everyone was being really nice and they're like, Dylan, hey, I'm proud of you. And like, just like little things like that really just like picked me up so much and i don't think people knew it but it really helped me so much during that hard time like immensely there was just times where people dm'd me like hey i really love your streams and thank you for being positive and i'm proud of you like just little things like that through the whole month of january and it really got me back on my feet during february and it got me to like pick myself up and patch myself up and i really needed it and so that's just my example of like be nice spread positivity cuz you don't know who needs it and i really needed it Nobody else knew that knew that I needed it, but I needed it.
1: Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I tell this to, a lot to Dylan, but he has like created like a really cool community where like it's not toxic. It's like a part of. It's like, kind of weird to see a part of the internet that's not toxic. Yeah. Because like the internet's always like there's always someone being like fuck this, but it's not like we don't find that in his community.
0: Yeah. And if
1: I, and if you do like your mods and you are pretty good at shutting it down.
0: Yeah, no. If I'm, shout if I'm to aware Dylan's of it. Mods. Honestly, shout out to the mods. <laughs> I'm, honestly, it, it, it. Honestly, I don't know how to react when people like I've gotten so many comments and DMs about that about people telling me like Dylan like your play your community is such a safe haven for me and like I've made friends here and I was like I've had people break. I broke down crying one time with someone like telling me about how much I pulled them out of a hole and like...
1: Do you think you created a safe space not for other people because but because you wanted a safe space for yourself?
0: I wanted it for myself and like I wanted it for other people too but like Mm. I don't like people... I tell people on stream all the time I'm like you guys really really make me happy like y'all showing up makes me happy and like this place makes me so happy and people say, like, no, you do that for us, and I'm like, I don't think you understand, like, you guys do so much for me.
1: If I don't mean, I don't mean to put Dylan on blast here, he can delete this, obviously. Um, (laughs) But, like, because I grew up with Dylan, I kind of know that he didn't really have a space base growing up.
0: Yeah, I didn't.
1: And, like, he was always, he surrounded himself around, like, toxic masculinity, because he played sports and stuff.
0: I was, yeah, I played sports, I was in denial about my sexuality, Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of self-worth because I relied on other people for validation and like a lot of not so great things. I didn't like have a stable home growing up until later, Mm -hmm. like with, as in parents, not like living situation, but parents. Um, Yeah, no, I didn't have a lot of stability. I have a very much fear of abandonment. And and, like, I- Can I ask
1: you a weird question? Am I the most stable person in your- are you what? Am I the m- most stable person?
0: Yes, you are. You've been my best friend for oh, eleven years. Jesus
1: Christ, that's
0: eleven years. Yes. Oh
1: God, okay. You that's are some pressure. Stuck with me. That's some pressure, man.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I—if you don't know—I have commitment issues, so she does. So
0: now her eleven years—it's like, oh God, I gotta commit to more years. But I know. You've already done eleven, Kayla. I think you can commit to more.
1: I know it's so scary. <laughs> with me? <laughs> In general. No, that's fair. Uh, community issues really get you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, you talking. No,
0: you have made a great point. No, I just, yeah, I didn't have a place like that, so I wanted to create a space. I've always been positive. You can ask Kayla. I've always been, like, the blindly positive optimist mm-hmm. person, even though I was going in a shithole. Um, and I went to therapy, and I learned about that. And, like, so, I don't know. I wanted to create a safe space for myself. And I'm glad that I could do it for other people. I promise it wasn't purely selfish. I wanted to do it for other people, but I, I definitely was like, I, I wanted to establish it for me um, and then grow it.
1: I'm uh, really like impressed that you could
0: do it. I'm impressed too. It doesn't feel real sometimes yeah. it, none of this feels like, real. Not
1: impressed that like not impressed particularly of like, I'm not saying my shock is based on you as a person. My shock is based on why I you know the Internet.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. Uh.
1: But are we ready for the fourth hot
0: take? Oh God, yeah. This is the fourth hot take.
1: I think this was, this was something me and Dylan has talked about before. Woo! And it's the
0: queer community.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, um, I think I'm gonna let Dylan claim this as his own, but, because <laughs> you have personal experience, I yeah, don't. Yeah. But I heavily agree with Dylan.
0: It's um, both of ours. I
1: already had two, so it's really his. No, that's fine.
0: <laughs> um, my hot take is so I think I you can think, lay it out, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think we just talk about it more on like a personal level, a yeah, bit yeah. easier to grasp. Maybe, yeah. So we're not going to go deep into the personal. No. Um, but essentially, there has been people who are identify as a gay man. We're not calling out gay men. It could have been anyone, because yeah. I think, I think we see it with any gender, any sexuality. Yeah. But, they would, like, still harass Dylan, is that okay for me to say?
0: Yeah, you could say that.
1: Okay, so they would still, like, harass Dylan after he, like, turned them down, like, nicely. They would still be, like, hit on him, touch him inappropriately, all this other stuff, and they just couldn't accept to now.
0: Yeah, and I had set a lot of boundaries, like, and that was difficult for me. Mm-hmm. That At that time, Dylan back then was not, this was years ago, and I was not good at setting boundaries. Yeah. And I did. I set very firm boundaries of, like, I was on out, and I was like, hey, I don't like how you touch me, and I don't like this. And, uh,
1: and then in their mentality, they, um, in their mentality, uh, they can turn. They're like, I, t- I turn straight people as a game. Yeah. And It's just like, why- It
0: was wait, enticing that why I Why does that bring you
1: pleasure? Like, that's- I think that's weird, and I think that's low-key gross, to be honest. Yeah. And I would say the same thing if it was like a lesbian woman, or like a bi- um yeah. Non-binary. If you think that you don't have to respect someone's like boundary, or their sexuality, and you see it as a game. Yeah kind of fucked up.
0: Yeah, someone's sexuality is not a game. Another thing that happened with this person and also a group of people um, is people that I uh, trusted in college, um, I found that Kayla told me because I didn't know.
1: <laughs> I'm a snitch. I'm gonna yeah, be honest. Yeah, she
0: snitched but for a very, <laughs> very good cause because I needed to know this. Um, apparently a group of my friends that I thought were friends in college were in a group of table like talking about when I was gonna come out and when I was like, mm-hmm like when they thought I was gonna come out, like taking bets on me and when I was gonna come out, and I was straight, I was very in denial, but I thought I was and that's how I presented myself to everyone and they didn't wanna respect that and um, that was hard. And I went and confronted one of them and they they started crying in front of me, I was like, you're crying? Like I've been (laughs) bullied since high school, like since middle school about people calling me gay and I've had people tell me that I don't know when I'm out and you know this pain. You personally knew this because I went to you, complained about it, and said how much it hurt me. And now we're in college years later, and you're doing it to me again. And you're supposed to be, that was my best friend at the time. Um, That was incredibly difficult to hear. And then I heard it from a third hand from you. And it wasn't even like from them saying like, hey, we made a mistake and we did that. Um, That was difficult. Like someone's sexuality is not, and a game like, for you to like I, turn them straight or figure out when they're not going to be straight, like...
1: I think because they are a minority of being gay, I I think that they think that they can't harass people. Yeah. And I think that they think it's like... like they don't see it as a problem because they're gay. Yeah. And so... but it is. Yeah. And listen, I feel like this also is like kind of scary to say because there is a misconception that all gay people will try and like harass you in like right. the changing room. And like that's like it goes back to like generalizing people. Like you can't generalize people. Like just because one person made a mistake doesn't mean everyone's going to make the same mistake. Right. This is about like growing and learning from each other. Right. So if you're homophobic, please, please step
0: away. this (laughs) This, podcast is not for you.
1: This hot take is uh, for queer people to learn from other queer people's mistakes. Yeah. It's not not to use this as leverage to be homophobic.
0: No, this is not me trying to say that I'm a better queer person than anyone or anything. I'm just saying, I'm sharing my personal experience of how I felt when I was not out yet and how other queer people were treating me and how it made me felt and how you should it because I honestly, I think we've all been guilty, even I've done it like for a half a second. I can't lie and say I haven't done it ever, but there was a half a second where like I did say like, oh, imagine if they're gay, or like I wish they were, like I wanted someone to be gay, and cool? I think you kind of called me out on it, and you are like, Dylan, like you've been through that. Like don't do that. And I, was did like, I I think it was you or someone, oh, wow. but I was like, oh my God, you're like, I went through that, and I was, <laughs> I'm over here causing problems, so. I'm not perfect, I've made mistakes, but I'm just letting you know, like, it's really detrimental to someone who's figuring themselves out and, like, learning to love and accept themselves that you're writing them off as, like, when are they gonna come out and, Mm -hmm. like, you should just accept them for how someone, like, presents themselves publicly. And
1: this goes into the Kit Connor thing, right?
0: Oh my god, yes, god, (laughs) I hated the internet for that because Kit Connor is a perfect example, he was Nick Nelson and Heartstopper and he plays a bi man in the show, and people were hounding him about his sexuality publicly as, as uh, Kit Connor, not Nick Nelson. And they bullied him so much that he said, congratulations, you finally outed someone. I guess you missed the whole point of the show. The whole point of the show was that Nick Nelson was discovering himself and that he had Charlie that just was patient for him and waiting for him. And people, We're trying to like assume things about him and Charlie and like, he like kind of felt like he needed to come out. And so like, the people of the internet that watch Heartstopper, I'm very disappointed in y'all that y'all just missed the whole point of the show and made a man out himself.
1: I think they were like being protective because they were like, I don't want a straight person to play a gay person. So in their head. I get that,
0: I do get that.
1: I don't agree with that. That's a whole different conversation. I don't agree
0: with it, but I get it. Like I get why they did it, but I'm just like, he, It would be bad if a straight person played a bi person and they did it terrible and they, like, did a disservice to the queer Mm. community. However, he did a great job at representing the outing of, like, a young man. That's
1: my thing. If you're gonna be straight and you're gonna play someone who's gay, do it right. You gotta do it right. If you do it offensively, like, fuck that. Literally. (laughs) But if you do it right, it's acting. Yeah. Like a gay person why can't a gay person play a straight person? Exactly. Like I feel like a gay person should be able to play a straight person. It's not I think a straight person should be able to like as long as they do it right and they don't do it offensively I'm all for it.
0: As long as it's not taking away from the representation Mm. it's fine. Yeah. And that's the same thing with like Ariel being black right now because people are talking about how oh she's white and everything and it's like I honestly, she's not taking away from Ariel's backstory from her being black.
1: The color of her skin does not, like, matter. No! Like, it doesn't matter to the plot of the story. If it mattered to the plot of the story, then it would be like a different topic. Exactly.
0: I think I said this example, and please correct me if this is like a bad example, but I thought it was a good one, was, um, Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Mm -hmm. Like, she needed to be black. Like, that's pretty important.
1: Yeah, it's important to the story. It's important
0: to the story that she's black. I said that on stream and people like, yeah, that's a great example of like if Disney made a live action of it and um, they made her white, that that would be a problem. That
1: would be very problematic yeah. for a different reasons.
0: Um, yeah, I just, I don't. People just need to understand that representation needs to be, you know, respected. Mm. as long as it is, it doesn't matter. So even if, even if Kit Connor was straight, um, which it isn't anyone's business, he did a great job. Yeah. So the queer community just really needs to stop trying to figure out people's sexualities. They need to stop judging people on-
1: That's like another thing of like, this goes into like, forcing people to label themselves. And that's why I don't like labels is because my coming out story, is basically i didn't know (laughs) like i because i think it's hard for girls to know and maybe that's like a generalization yeah that which we just talked about like you shouldn't make generalizations so i'm not saying it's not hard for like guys to like figure it out right but i think it's easier because especially in like the western like world like our culture like girls appreciating other girls is like part of our culture almost right like there's a song about a girl like called girl crush it's about a straight girl, like having a girl crush, and you want to be this girl. Right. For guys, if you make any type of like um, comments about that, you're I'm automatically being like, are you gay?
0: Yeah. Um, Literally, I remember growing up, and I used to call like, like in high school, I called guys handsome, and they'd be like, yo, I'm not, I don't, I don't roll like that. And I'm like, I don't either. I was just giving you a compliment, dude. Like, nice right. outfit.
1: Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. So. For me i thought i was just like i thought i was a feminist and i thought like i supported girls Mm -hmm. and then um but i would also like stare at girls (laughs) and be like they're really pretty (laughs)
0: same i did that to men yeah I like they're so cool i wouldn't be like them
1: right and like it was so hard for me to like and i realized um in high school i didn't have as much crushes on like guys as like all my other friends, like they would have a new crush so often, and I had maybe like I had a crush on one guy throughout my whole entire high school. Um, oh yeah. And so like I thought I was like I was searching all of the labels. I was like, am I asexual? Am I romantic?
0: I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I was when you were going through it.
1: So scared, um, and like so confused, and then I finally someone problematically cause I cut my hair, all my hair off yeah. when I turned 18. And someone was like, you look like a lesbian. And I was like, mm. and I was like, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it made me think, <laughs> it made me realize. So shout out to the person that called me a lesbian. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bullying me. I really appreciate it. I needed that. <laughs> I needed that so much. Um, but no, I remember, and I was also, this is another part where I don't like labels is cause I never felt like queer enough. Yeah. Um and so I was like always scared to like call myself because I think I had a friend I'm not friends with them anymore, but they were a lesbian and she would be like I'm gayer than you You've never even done anything with a girl and blah 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 Ooh. And it's just like so I got in my head about it
0: I've been trying to one-up you about how gay and I who's know. more gay and queer
1: Very weird, but still it made me get in my head and then I wrote a poem where it was like my me coming out for the first time, mm-hmm. and um, I decided to like look through all of my childhood stuff because one teacher called me abstract, um, as a word for like weird, really. Yeah, my kindergarten teacher called me abstract. I would have taken a on it. But in my poem, like I, like my family thinks it's a joke. Mm. So like, I'm not offended by it. Um, but in my poem, I was like, my kindergarten teacher must've known because she called me abstract. <laughs> so I was trying to find it in writing. Yeah. But I ended up finding in kindergarten, um, all of my notebooks. Like when you, um, they would like staple like little notebooks of your writings when you're in kindergarten. The portfolio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, found that. And like every page was like, I like Caitlyn, she's pretty. I like Brittany, she's pretty. She's oh so cute.
0: Oh my God. <laughs>
1: and it really like, I don't know, it really like um, solidified. Like I really felt like queer enough for the first time. Hmm. Yeah. It's
0: cute.
1: I know, it's very cute. It's very wholesome, very cute. I know, I'm very happy that I decided to look through all my old shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So if you're gay,
1: look through your old shit.
0: I talked about this on stream, but one of the biggest things that, um, was, like, my biggest, scariest wake-up call of me being gay, or, like, being bisexual, was when I saw the movie Love, Simon. I've never seen that. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was such a great movie. Oh, my God. I went and watched it with, um, a Uh, friend of mine, mm -hmm. and... It was so... I remember you saying you just saw it, like, five times or something. I saw it, like, were two you or still three times. like, quote-unquote straight? Like you I like, was still straight, but that movie left such a pit in my stomach I, because it felt so true. Like, what, he, mm-hmm. what Simon was experiencing was something that I related to and feelings that I shoved down mm-hmm. for so long. And so when I saw that movie, it just, like, awoken something in me, and that's when I slowly started to uh, accept myself. Um, I think it took me another another year or two until I came out but I was well I think to come out but I think after watching that movie I like started accepting the reality that were, I was
1: were you out to me during that time um, I think
0: those were on the time when mm-hmm. I, I had I'd shared with you like hey I think I um, um yeah. maybe might be something and you were that's, like
1: what? that's the so that's my experience the first time I came out was like I I remember saying I don't know a lot and the person being like you're not weird enough yeah, yeah. to be uh, queer. Yeah, so, yeah. um, So I think when you were saying like I don't know I don't know I remember being like oh my god this takes me back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And we then, both had our personal experiences of like the time where read, but mm-hmm. we don't know we didn't know.
1: Yeah. I think I I remember because I think I figured it out before.
0: You did. You, you figured, figured it out before I did.
1: Yeah. Before you figured. Like I figured out myself before I figured, before you figured out yourself. Correct. yeah. And so I remember always, every time you started this conversation with me, I remember being like, let's Google, let's figure this out for you. Cause I was like that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I am such a curious person. I have to know things. <laughs> yeah. And Dylan was more of like, I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And so like every time he talked about it with me, I think I kind of, like, I handled it not in the best
0: way for you. Um, you didn't, like, hurt me. I don't think yeah, anything man. you did hurt me. Um, right, I was, I tried to be accepting. You No, you were. You were yeah. like, hey, whatever you, you know. I yeah. think I, like, shared a little something. I think I said I was, like, oh, I don't remember what I said I shared. But I was, like, I think I'm this. And you were, like, oh, my God, I love that for you. And I'm so happy. Like, thank you for yeah. sharing that. Like, mm. you were accepting. But yeah. then you were, like do you want to like explore more? Do you want to experience yeah. more? Do you want to like, you know, experiment? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, nope, no, nope, nope. I'm running away. No, nope, <laughs> no, nope. this is too much. And that is like the first and only like, guys, I don't run from my feelings. I can't and I don't. And that was the one thing that I did. And I think that's why me coming out was such a big deal to me. And it's still, it was scary because I, that was like the one thing that I ran from, from my life. Mm-hmm. Everything else, I'm very in tune with my emotions. I always have been um, since a young age.
1: I was so excited for when you, when Dylan came out to other people. um, I remember him coming up to me while I was in. Uh, when- because we both worked together at one point. Yeah, yeah, You He remember coming up to me and being like, guess what, I came out to X, Y, and Z, and I was just like, Shut up! I remember- Yeah, when, and I, kept I was slowly doing that, I was yeah. like, on the phone, and I was like, oh, like, someone trying to place an order, and I was like, hold on. I was like, no! Oh, I think I put them on hold.
0: Yeah, I think you did too. I think you put someone on hold, and you are like, no way!
1: So, if you ever, um, eaten at where I've worked at, and I put you on hold, it
0: was- So sorry, if you so heard this. This was years ago, but so sorry. <laughs> So sorry for the But poor I professors. think, yeah, no, you were so happy Because there was times where, like, I started bringing up my sexuality in public And you were just like, you were like,
1: whoa I know, I was so excited for you, was so happy
0: Yeah, it was a big deal, it was big And now now my community and, like, my presence is very, like, hey, I'm, I'm gay I am bisexual. I am, like, out there Like, and that is something, even when I first announced it I think when I first came out, I made a tweet about it and um, that was like a scary thing because I wanted to make my presence known that I, I wanted to accept myself and to do that, I feel like I needed to do it online, which I didn't need to, but I felt like it at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, people were so accepting of it. And I was still, little well, nervous. Hi, Hi. Oh. Um, and it was still like a really hard thing for me to do on stream. And over the years I've gained confidence. And now my community is like, all, like, very large majority is LGBT, and if not, like, we have lots of support, I have lots of allies, like, lots of straight allies. um, And I love that. Um, So yeah, no. Um, Also, a little side note, I'm not trying to, like, bring up the no shade, no tea, but, like, when I did come out, that one person we talked about earlier was like, hey, and I was like, no, just cause I'm out now does not mean that you can slide back in. I still told you no a lot. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, that person. Sorry. I, Kayla was uh, spelling something in the air for me.
1: I, I waved my finger to spell out the first letter of that yeah. person's name. Cause wait, what did they say?
0: Were they um, like? I don't remember what they said, but it, they were like it,
1: A-yo, Ma, let me made you it up. It
0: kind of felt like <laughs> they were giving it one last, final shot, and I'm like, I've already given you like 50 nos.
1: Oh, oh, the person that was that we were talking about in college, yes. how they were touching me inappropriately. Yes, yes,
0: how they were touching me inappropriately and yeah, <laughs> trying to groom me into being gay and being okay with like, them.
1: I, can I say, well you can get this out if this was inappropriate to say. Dylan was so much in his people pleaser phase of like not being able to say no, uh, when this was happening, that he came to me privately and was like, I would really, like this is what's happening. He's touching me inappropriately. I would really appreciate it if you, if you see it happening stand up for me.
0: Yeah. I couldn't stand up for myself. I had to ask Kayla to do it in public in a setting when it was happening. And she did a couple times. That's how often it happened is like Mm -hmm. Kayla caught it a couple times.
1: And I was like, Hey, like he's, he's visibly, she would
0: say that she'd be like, Oh Dylan, are you okay? Like you just look so uncomfortable right now. Like she would just Mm -hmm. make it very obvious like that. I was not. And
1: then that person like attacked me. She was, he was like, if, if, Dylan had a problem with it. He would tell me
0: about Oh my blah. God. Yes. And he then, kept saying that to defend his act. I was like, that does not defend and then your actions. I
1: remember being like, Dylan, how do you feeling right now? And you were like, oh, I feel fine. And I was like, well, I.
0: Yeah, you tried. No, you tried. You tried, tried I to throw me try. a bone. But it's still, that is, if someone is not speaking hard. up about mm. how uncomfortable they feel, that does not mean that's consent or like, yes. Yeah, or like.
1: Yeah, you have to say like a verbal yes. So. And Dylan never said the verbal yes. I,
0: I was. I was viscerally very uncomfortable. Like I was tense. (laughs) I remember, oh my God. You look so uncomfortable. Yes, and I don't know why he didn't catch on. One time at work, this is how I made a new friend at work one time. So um, I was a server and um, across the, across the kitchen was the salad lady. And I didn't really know her that, that time. And she saw it. She witnessed it happening Mm -hmm. one time where I was being touched inappropriately. And they saw it and they like waved at me and they can't. They told me to go back there to the kit, the salad to like talk to her for a second. I was like, hey, what's up? Did I mess up a salad like I was serving? Mm-hmm. And she was like, babes, do you, you don't like that. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I just saw that. Like you looked, you were tense and your face and like every, like your body language said no. Yeah. And she was like, do I need to say something? And like, the, I made a new friend that day because of that, because like. I just didn't know how to stand up for myself and say no because mm-hmm. it had been going on for years and like yeah. I and I didn't realize how how it looked publicly and I didn't know that other people could see it and uh, No, it was very obvious. Yeah. It was painfully obvious. It was painfully that you, obvious. That you were uncomfortable. Yeah. Listen, we we wish this person, you know. I wish them nothing but the best. Right. Um, And I'm not saying this to make them feel like shit more because I'm over it and I'm healed from it. Because
1: people are complex. And like, just because I think I've had shitty moments. Dylan has had shitty moments. Very, yes. We've all had like shitty moments. We're not like, we're not like the gods of morality. No. At all. These are just our experiences. This is just
0: my experience and I'm saying that it hurt me, but I don't want any hate to this person. I'm unfortunately not friends with them anymore. Um, Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, we don't talk like ever. Well,
1: yeah, we don't talk, but I thought if he like had hit you up and like, let's catch up, I thought you'd be like,
0: No. No, okay, that's no, fair. I'd probably tell them no.
1: That's fair, because y'all were friends for a long time. Yeah. Like best friends for a long time. Yeah. So I understand.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I but just, I don't want to name drop because I don't want to hate and I don't want them to feel like they need to. They're not
1: in the public eye, so no, no. one can even guess if they wanted to. Oh,
0: no, they couldn't. No, you're right. <laughs> but I just wanted to share this experience and it's not to revisit and make them feel bad or anything.
1: Yeah, no, I'm sure, like it's been years, I'm sure they've it's grown as a purse. Yeah,
0: I'm sure they really have. It'd be
1: hard, like, I don't know, like I feel like I have this stance, like if you don't grow, like from each year, like if you don't look at past year being like, oof, then what are you, like, You know, no, like literally everyone grows.
0: Yeah, I think that's again. We mentioned that in the beginning of this this podcast, but like Kayla and I are perpetually always wanting to grow. Like Mm -hmm. we want to learn from each other. We want to learn to do better. We want to learn from our mistakes and I I don't ever want to be stagnant. It's like that's a biggest fear of mine. I
1: think I told Dylan this. I noticed as soon as the people in my life, they say they like, oh, I think I've learned everything. I don't have any more growing to do. Yeah. It always turns the shit after they, like.
0: It turns the shit so hard.
1: Cause they, they assume because they've grown a lot that they can't be wrong anymore. Yeah. But you could, I can make a mistake right now.
0: I could, yeah. <laughs> you could have the most wisdom and you could be so old and experience so much. Our brains
1: space. are not done developing. Also, no. me
0: and Dylan's? Oh yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not hit adolescence yet.
1: It's 25, right? It's a, It's
0: around, it could be earlier, later, depending uh, on the person, but it's around 25 I heard your brain, like you hit adolescence and your brain fully develops.
1: I heard trauma, like, makes you grow, it makes it, grow faster, right?
0: Yeah, but not at a, like, healthy rate because then you have to yeah. process that trauma and, like, actually learn mm-hmm. from it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, like, suppress it, then it doesn't help. That's fair. But, um, it does. Like, I think it happens in early ages. Like, when you're a child hmm. and you just, like,
1: I think that's if what you they ever say... meet,
0: like, a teenager that's, like, way mature, they've been through some shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why they say, like, military children grow faster, I think. Because, yeah. like, military bre- base is, like, a pretty ground for, like, mm-hmm. trauma, I think. I grew up as a military child.
0: Yeah. Military base. I think we rambled off our hot take. We... Which is fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we okay. have no more hauntings. Or no. we wrote, we didn't write
0: any more down. No, I didn't write any more down. This was just, this was a very last minute planned podcast. I was like, hey, Kayla, do you very want to do a podcast? And she was like, oh, kind of, actually.
1: I wanted to go on a walkslash run to this path in the forest that's a concrete path that everyone walks. And I invited Dylan. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, I got no microphones. Let's 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 talk. And then I was like, I said, oh, I've always wanted to do that and talk about like conspiracy theories and just like make up my own. Yeah. And like that shit, I I like that shit. I think, one, I think it's funny. And two, I like some of the stuff I believe. Hardcore. (laughs) Like I just want to talk about all the weird things that are possibilities of this universe. Yeah, fair. Um so but Dylan was like, mm, we can talk about whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, uh, you started talking about the conspiracies, which they sound interesting, but then you said something, you're like, I have a hot take. I was like, hot takes! Let's <gasps> hot do hot, hot takes!
1: takes, hot takes. <sighs> yeah, no. Because um, I'm scared
0: of hot takes, but if you're this felt good. Interested
1: in conspiracy theories that I think are cool. Let Dylan know. I don't know how you'd let me know.
0: Yeah, you could I don't have a me social
1: know. media presence.
0: Yeah. That's okay, but yeah, no, you could let me know and <laughs> Maybe we'll do something like that. Yeah. Like we can, maybe this will be a regular thing. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. I'm going to become
1: a, I'm going to start my master's program. Yeah. So I'm going to be busy. Busy like,
0: But how cute would it be that we just go on walks and
1: <laughs> Oh, for mental healthy? Yeah, for mental
0: healthy stuff.
1: Two queer people taking a walk, talking about stuff.
0: Yeah.